Hello. 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 What's up, bro? That's how winning is done. We are now on air. This is uh, what's up, bro. What? If I knew what an A minor was, I do have a harmonica to play. The- yes, I'll fuck up that letter in, in a minute. Just give me a second. I am next to Xander. I am getting kind of racist. I'm like, fucking Hello Kitty, shut the fuck up. And I'm like, it is for me. God, mate, the banana. It's got a pop top. Like I said, welcome to What's Up, bro. Welcome to What's Up, bro. This is the What's Up, bro podcast. Apparently, the uncoolest podcast ever. You know when you look up Google Pod on Google, it says, did you mean? Vibropod. I'm pretty sure there's a vibrator out there. <laughs> I don't have to take this anymore. Where's my gentleman? I also get to do the introduction. We have a special guest. We have Eric DeSova. Al Jackson in the his house. Um, I don't know why I said his house. It's trying to make it. me feel comfortable. Well, yeah. Daniel Raskin or Raskin, Thank whichever you one you want to say. Sons and Xander Rye. We have uh, Ricky Cruz. My sons, man, will pee together already. <laughs> One's taking a shit, goes peeing between his legs. <laughs> what are you doing? The guy we're talking. Like, Hey, I'm Dave Chappelle, and this is What's Up, Bro. All right, let's see. Uh, let's see how this goes. <laughs> let's see. Uh, hey, guys, welcome to the uh, What's Up, Bro podcast. Uh, this is a bit weird because uh, if you've noticed, I've been talking for about 15, 20 seconds now. And I haven't been interrupted. So, it's a bit weird because Xander, my, normal, my usual co-host, and Stephanie are not here. Uh, and uh, you're saying, oh, there must be Eric De Silva. Of course not. He would have interrupted already. Uh, this is a bit weird. This is, we're trying something new uh, because uh, our schedules have been so crazy. Uh, we just put out our first uh, our first uh, rewind episode, which we're calling the Woo Rewind. Um, because we want to make it tough as a tongue twister. Um, but this is the What's Up Bro podcast. If you are tuning in for the first time ever, just note this is not the usual episode. This is not the usually the way it goes. Uh, I'm gonna build burr this bitch. Um, because I believe in giving you guys a podcast every week. And again, our schedules are just really tough and really difficult to to align uh, lately. So May is a tough month for us as far as scheduling because we're looking at the schedule already. And we're like, Ugh, I'm going to be in town this day. I'm not going to be in town that day. So um, uh, Xander insists on uh, giving you uh, flashback episodes, rewind episodes. And uh, and I, as much as I want to do that too, that's fine. I think that's every once in a while that's cool. I also want to, you know, be able to talk to you guys. So um, here we go. All right, this is a this is an experimental on my part. Uh, who knows if this episode ever sees the light of day? <laughs> because I don't know. I don't even know if it's going to be entertaining or funny or whatnot. I've never done this before. Uh, podcasting, not like masturbation. Usually it's better when there's more than one person. Um, which I guess could be said for masturbation too, if you think about it. I guess if there's two people masturbating, I don't know. We're, that's getting dirty already. That's getting dirty and gross. Uh, or some may say fun. Whichever way you look at the spectrum, uh, I don't judge you. I don't judge you. Um, but uh, I wanted to tell you, uh, a little bit about what's been going on with me. So I've been traveling. Um, I just got off a, a cruise ship um, where I was performing. And man, let me tell you, it would, dude, there, it was so much fun. Like it was, and what I mean by fun, it was like the shows were so great. The audiences were in bananas. I got, I sold out of CDs for the first time in a long time, which CDs are not a great seller. For those of you not in the comedy industry, they're not the best sellers. Like you saw, you know, again, if you're a big name, if you're a comedy, Louis C.K., I'm sure will sell out of CDs, at, you know, if he sells them out the shows, which I'm sure he doesn't because at that point, you don't need to be when you're that big. You don't need to uh, <laughs> get merch money. But um, so I sold out of CDs and it's, it's, it was, uh, the audiences were fantastic. We're, we're fun. I'm recording on Cinco de Mayo, which is it even? No, it's not technically. It's one o'clock in the morning, and uh, here in my underwear, a recording on uh, uh, Cinco de Mayo Eve. No, 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 Cinco de Mayo Dawn. I don't know. One of those monkey movies. Um, but uh, it is the most racist fucking holiday 
And I say this knowing that St. Patrick's Day is out there. Because St. Patrick's Day, they're not... They're. N- <sighs> Here's the reason why I bring it up. Because I, ta- I was on the ships. And as I was leaving, the crew was dressed up in giant sombreros and fake mustaches and and cheap ponchos. And it was just the most... That, to me, is just fucking racist. Like, I just... It, it, it boggles my mind how people assume that that's okay. Like, I don't know. And apparently it is because nobody gives a fuck and nobody says shit. But to me, I'm like, I'm not even Mexican. I'm So it's not like I'm getting offended. Uh, I'm just like, that seems racist, though. That seems a bit weird. And it's by all means. I'm not saying, you know, I'm just saying it's. It's it's not hurting anybody. I know that, so I'm not saying, oh my god, this has got to come to a stop. This is, ins-, but it is insulting in a lot of ways, right? Like, and I guess people don't see it that way because it's like, oh, it's harmless fun, which it is. I agree, but it's just a little weird. I think it's a little weird. It's too open, in my opinion. It's like, and uh, it's it's like saying, uh, here's what I think of your culture. Uh, here's what I picture when I picture your culture. The stereotypical shit, and I'm just gonna exaggerate it and uh, and make weird noises with my mouth uh, because that's what Looney Tunes ca- cartoons taught me <laughs> when I was a kid. Uh, and it's not the same as St. Patrick's Day because St. Patrick's Day people dress up all in green like idiots, right? But they dress up like leprechauns, which are imaginary things, which are those creatures do not exist. So if there were real leprechauns that did exist, they would have a gripe. They they would be the ones to have a gripe with St. Patrick's Day and the way people dress up. It's not the same thing. Okay. You know what people don't do? People don't dress up in kilts and they don't dress they they don't do that for St. Patrick's Day, right? Uh so that's my 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 gripe with that. When people always say, Well, it's just the same as as uh St. Patrick's Day. No, it's not. They put green beer, they do all this cheesy shit, but it's not the stereotypical like they don't dress up as that's the problem that I have with it. I don't care about the the uh, specials on uh, on beer and on on you know on Mexican beer and that's fine. You could have all that. It's it's just weird to see white people out of all like if it was Hispanic people, like if I who I'm not Mexican, uh, but I am Hispanic. If I dress up like that, I don't think it's I don't I I don't know. I think it's one of those like we can do it, but you can't type of shit. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I just fucking find it weird. Find it weird and awkward, man. Uh, but there was a couple stories um, that I had that I want to share with you. Uh, <laughs> in the audience to one of these great shows that I just did, there was a a guy, uh, a guy and a girl in the uh, in the audience, and they were dating. I said, "How long you guys been dating for?" And she said, two years." That's how she said it. Like the, the lady just turned to two years, and as she was holding on to the S of the word years, she turned to him, and I was like, "What? Well, you clearly want to get married because you're the way you're saying it is you clearly are upset and ag- aggressive." And she did not hide it. She was like, "Yeah, no, that's absolutely right." So, um. And one of the things that I just did ad libbing with the audience, I I talked to, I asked a guy, I said, uh, I said, are you gonna, are you gonna propose? Let's do it now. And everybody was like, yeah. And I said, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, it, it was a fun time. But after the show, when he was coming out, when I was selling my CDs, hockey man merch, being the whore that I am, I uh, I I went to go shake his hand. And I was literally in the process of telling him, hey, thank you for being such a good sport. And he, this dude hugged me and he was like, I'm proposing tomorrow. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's really like for real. And he said, yeah. And so I go, I got shows tomorrow night. Are you going to come by? So they actually came by the, uh, the comedy club manager, uh, on board the ship was fantastic. Uh, she, I mean, this is the first time I ever worked with her. Um, but she was awesome. I, I like huge, 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 uh, shout out to, uh, to my girl Gentry, uh, who's not listening, who won't listen, but Gentry, uh, on, uh, on, on the ship. She's the comedy club manager. She was fantastic. She was awesome. Great to work with. Um, the guy came up to her and told her the same story that he told me, which was he's going to propose the following day. Gentry, obviously the comedy club manager sees the shows. So she saw what happened. Uh, with my interaction with them, she reserves front row seats, which is not a normal thing. Like they normally don't reserve seats 
at these shows. They just, you know, first come, first serve. She reserved seats so that they could sit right in the front again. And um, the following day, uh, he shows up. They both show up, the couple, right? And it was a packed, man. It was, so, this is like, the crowds were so great. And they, it was one of those things where every show, more and more people came. And that's one of those things where you could tell it's like word of mouth. You could tell it's one of those like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is the word of mouth. You know, this guy's coming out. He's good. You can come check him out. We had a great time. That's that's what I'm trying to say about word of mouth. So, uh, he uh, uh, the the last show he came out. It was a packed audience, man. Literally standing room. It was fucking great. And like it's it's like it's it's a tough thing to be away from from, from my family and my friends. Uh, and I've talked about that in prior podcasts. But man, when you are like when I was in that zone, that comedy zone where you just I was literally doing what I love to do. It it was and not that I'm saying it's okay to miss my kids and miss my wife, but it's like, okay, this is why I do it. This is I get paid to make people laugh and feel this good. It's fucking fantastic. So they came back out, right? The the couple comes back out and I'm I'm doing my set like normal. And then I turn to them and I say, "Hey, you guys! Like, I'm I'm trying to play it off as if I don't know that they're married already. Like, you guys are still dating. Look at you guys! You guys didn't break up after yesterday because he didn't propose." And she goes, "He proposed today and shows off the ring, whatever. Of course, like all women fucking do, showing off the ring. They do that that <laughs> that one finger salute, which is not the middle finger; it's the ring finger. Like that's the one finger that they're holding out. Like, look at this. Uh, and she was very <laughs> very happy. Uh, I gotta say though." Uh, not impressed with the ring. <laughs> Be honest with you, not fucking impressed with the ring. Uh, it's just, uh, and I not that I know much about jewelry and I don't know shit. Um, but every guy who's ever bought his wife a ring, an engagement ring or you know a wedding ring, um, they go through a little bit of of schooling as far as what to look for in a ring and the the C's or the the carrots and the and the cut and the clarity and so you go through all that. Uh, and size isn't the the biggest. I mean, it all depends on 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 what your girl likes or whatever what that particular case is. But um, I just saw the ring and she held it up and I and I grabbed her hand and I looked at it and I was and I was saying all the nice things. I was saying all the right things. I was like, oh, that's so nice, you guys. But I looked at it and I was like, that's not. I think I actually did kind. Of, I think I kind of said that I was like, it's all right. It's not good. For, I mean, you know, that's the best you could do since last night because you got pressured into it. I think that's the that was the joke. Um, <laughs> but, uh, she was happy and I was like, how did he do it? So apparently he took her around and they were getting pictures. They had a photographer following them, taking pictures everywhere on the ship. And then on one of the pictures he got down and proposed, which is what I said to him, a great way to do it because they have evidence they need women need especially in this day and age where everything is, uh, electrical, everything is, uh, tech, uh, technological, um, you need this video or picture of this is the moment it happened. You can't just have an update on your Facebook that says we got engaged. That's it. You can't do that. You have to have a picture. You have to have a video. You have to have something coming from a guy who made a video montage, uh, coming from, you know, trust me, I'm telling you, like you can't, uh, and I'm cheesy and corny. So that one was my idea, but nowadays I'd be hard pressed to find somebody who's getting engaged nowadays for the first time, meaning under the age of you know forty, uh, because if you're fifty five and you're getting engaged for the first time, you're you're not worried about Facebook. You're just really trying to get the fuck, you know, to not become that crazy cat lady. That's really what you're trying to do. So, uh, it was a lot of fun, man. It was a lot of fun. I I had a fucking blast. I had a great time. And it's a, it's weird because a lot of times you do shows where when the audiences are really receptive, that doesn't translate. In it usually is the opposite. It does not translate into good merch sales. Uh, and I, <laughs> it's usually like a, it's one of those things where you go, eh, I'll just, you know, it was a great. The audiences are great. Hey, you didn't sell merch, yeah, but the audiences are great, and that's kind of what you just hang your hat on. You go, eh, it's. The, the shows were great. The shows went well. 
um, and they didn't buy merch, but the shows went well. So that's where you hang your head on. And then the other times are when the when you hate the audience. There's been times where I fucking just hate the audience. They it just they were they were they were smilers. That's what I call like a a room full of people who just smile and they're enjoying your shit, but they don't let you know that audibly, <laughs> so they don't make any audible noise. And I gotta be honest with you, it was uh those those shows are tough. Because there's no, you know, uh, not to get too much in, but you can't, you can't get a rhythm going as a comedian. So, uh, but those shows usually end up with people buying a bunch of your shit. So you go, man, I fucking hate that crowd. And then when they buy a bunch of merchandise, you're like, you know what? They weren't that bad. They weren't, uh, they weren't that bad. So, so you, you, it's one of the, one of the other, uh, this time around, it was both. It was great. The audiences are great. The shows went well. And then they, they bought a bunch of shit. So thank you. To anybody who's listening to this, who was on, uh, on the ship, uh, so it, it was fucking great, man. I I really I really dug it. I went to San Juan for the first time in years. I haven't been to San Juan in a long time. And again, when you when you work uh, uh, cruise ships, you go to all these ports. But most of them I've already been to. Like most of them is like Ocho Rios and Cozumel and and Roltan, which is in uh, in in Honduras. And uh, you go to these places uh, that Belize. And I'm like, Ugh, they're just shit places. And and by my shit places, I don't mean the countries or the cities. I just mean unless you're going to go do the touristy shit, which means spend money, right? Or drink. Because Cosmo, you could do shit for cheap, but it's just all drinking. And I'm not a drinker, as most listeners know. Uh, It's just nothing to do. Uh, but San Juan is one of those places where you go and by the, there's... The quote-unquote touristy things, there's like a billion of them. And the even if you just want to go hang out in the city, it's like a chill city to hang out with, man. It's a chill. Like I'm sure they, I'm sure they have bad parts of San Juan, but I'm sure they don't. They're not anywhere near. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm not. If you've ever seen a picture of me, I'm not walking ten miles <laughs> to where there's not where there's like, oh, don't go around, don't go ten miles that way. I'm not fucking going ten miles. Fuck you. Um. So San Juan is like a beautiful city. You could just walk around and just, and like I had a later flight and I just walked around and just looked at San Juan. Like a schmuck, I didn't take any pictures, uh, which is like, if there's no pictures, it didn't happen. But that's, it's, I, that's what I regret, not taking pictures in San Juan. Cause it's, man, I haven't been, again, and I have, I probably haven't been there in like 15 years, but it's fucking beautiful. I need to go back. I need to take the wife. The wife and I have never been to San Juan together. So I need to take the wife there, man. Um, it, it is stunning. If you have a chance to go anywhere, uh, in the Caribbean, I, I would suggest, I, I would, I would venture to say, uh, and I've been to a lot of the Caribbean, um, the East coast of the Caribbean is, is probably the East side is probably my favorite, uh, you know, San Juan, uh, St. Thomas, the U S Virgin Islands, the British Virgin Islands, those islands are dope. Like I just, I'm not a fan of the Cosmo because all you do is drink, uh, even though they have good Mexican food because it's fucking Mexico. Um, but the other sh- the other cities I'm not a fan of, man. I'm just not. Grand Cayman is cool. I like Grand Cayman, I guess, and that's in the West Coast. But anyways, uh, love San Juan, man. It was just fucking dope. I, I just had a, it was a great time. It was one of those weird things where it was a great time. Uh, it was a gig, and I, it was I was gone for uh, about a week, so that you know you miss the wife, you miss you miss all that, but uh, you know, and that's tough. Ah, my daughter, man, my daughter. Before I left, my daughter was like, "I want to go with you, take me with you," and that was just fucking gut wrenching. That just heart just pulled. She just pulled the heart. She literally did like the Indiana Jones thing when she just pulled the heart out of me and like left it beating, watched it beating beat you know the heartbeat and then she just squeezed it it was fucking hard to be like i can't and i did you know because she's three i'm able to be like you want chocolate milk and she's like yeah and i gave her chocolate milk and i kissed her and left but as i'm leaving she's like i want to go with you and it's oh boy that shit was fucking tough man my wife calls me a pussy she's like oh you're such a pussy i'm like dude you no no that's that was fucking i'm just saying that that was a bit hard to swallow <laughs> um well there's a couple of things I want to talk about but I really I don't know if I want to talk about them by myself. Uh I say that because I we may or may not record a podcast Xander and Steph and I tomorrow. 
Um, if we do, you won't know because I'll post this shit whenever, whenever we, we need, uh, I'll have it in the can just in case, but it's a very weird thing, man. It's a, it's a very weird, the scheduling is a very weird thing. Um, but I do want to say, uh, that, uh, I hope if, by the time I, by the time you guys hear this, I hope I've seen the Avengers already. I am saying that because I have tickets for tomorrow. Again, that's how my priorities are. I'm on the ship and I'm like, man, I miss my kids. And I'm like, I, I miss my kids. I'm going to spend time with them on this day. And then the following day, I'm going to go to the Avengers. Uh, that, so I'm thinking about that. Uh, even, even when I'm out alone, man, uh, I am fully caught up now with Game of Thrones, which I'm sure I've, I will have talked about this before, uh, you know, before putting this episode out. But what a fucking great show, man. I, I totally, totally was late to this party and you guys have heard me for years talk about you know the oh yeah it's you know i just i can't get into it i don't know what the towns are the names of the people i don't know if that's a person or a place and and uh it, it's still it's still i want to say confusing but it's still like the names are still tough when my wife and i are talking about the show we're like oh it's like that um whatever the city that the guy with the one hand is from like we it's hard some of the cities are hard to to pronounce their names even when you've been watching the show but i've completely caught up my wife and i were binge watching uh separately <laughs> we would watch an episode i would be on the ship she would be at home and we would watch an episode or two or three and then i would text her at night and be like hey what episode are you on and she's like yeah, you know season three episode seven and i'm like all right i'm on episode nine i'll wait for you to catch up so we can talk about what's going on um but it's great, man. Fucking, and I know me talking about how great Game of Thrones is. Get the fuck out of here. It's ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, where have you been, buddy? We landed on the moon. Uh, but it really is, man. It really is fucking great. Um, let's see here. Uh, there, there was a story that came out. Uh, oh, the Manny Pacquiao fight just happened. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to talk about it now because. Uh, Xander and Steph aren't really sports people, so I'll go ahead and talk about it now. But it was the fucking most, and I I knew it was gonna happen because I've seen maybe this would be like the fifth Pacquiao. This would be the fifth Mayweather fight that I saw. Uh, and Mayweather is not he's a you know he's a he's a champion. He's unbeaten, forty eight and all. But he's boring to watch. The reason why he's the reason why he's forty eight and zero, and at his age still on top, is because he fucking runs. And as a boxing match, that's not what you want to watch. As a fan, that's not what you want to watch. And I'm you know I'm sure I'm not the the biggest boxing fan, but I'm sure technically he's amazing. He's he is defensively and just being able to weave and fucking run like a pussy. But that's all I see it. I just see it as him running like a pussy. Like why, dude? That's not what I want to watch. You pay a hundred bucks to see fucking uh, you know, this guy run and then hug him. The moment Pacquiao gets inside, he would just fucking clinch and hug him. And I made, I made the joke that I was, as as they're hugging, I was wondering if they were yelling like "Hail Hydra" to each other, like "Hey, Hail Hydra" type of shit. But it was so fucking boring. I it was so fucking boring, man. And that last round where you could clearly tell that uh, Mayweather knew he had it in the bag and he just would fucking run and i've been on a bit of a a you know i've been on a bit of a the last couple of weeks have been you know leading up to the fight i was just on uh, on my facebook uh just posting a shitload of how mayweather's domestic abuse it gets just you know swept under the rug and um listen man i you know i'm not defending like uh, adrian peterson for beating his kid um, but that to me is more understandable. Again, not excusable, but it's more understandable because he's with that old school mentality of like, you know, beating your kids, which again, I'm not uh, as a father, as a parent, I am not, uh, and I was, you know, disciplined, uh, with, you know, I was, hit, uh, I was, uh, hit as a kid. Um, I wasn't beaten. I was hit. Uh, but what he did, man, leaving scars and shit and hitting in the face to Adrian Peterson, what he did to his kid, that was fucking wrong. So I'm not you know excusing that but what i'm saying is i I understand where he was coming from he he abused it he totally abused the child and he took it too far sure but what the media did to him he got fucking uh suspended for a year without pay did all this shit and 
And fucking Floyd Mayweather beats fucking women on multiple times, has gone to jail for it, has pled guilty, no contest. Other times he said, oh, no, there's no video. So, you um, you know, if, there, if, if I had done it, there would have been video. And I'm like, what? The? That's his fucking defense. So this guy's a complete fucking dirtbag. And on top of that, he fucking runs during the during the match, during the boxing match. He just fucking runs and clinches and and hugs the guy. And I'm ugh, this is fucking boring, man. It's just I was. This is really, and I'm not a big UFC fan. Like if it's on, I'll watch it. But I don't follow it, so I don't know the names of the guys or whatever. But. This is why if I'm flipping through the channel and there's a UFC fight and in the very next channel there's a boxing match, I'm going to go to the UFC fight, man. Because the boxing match is too, like, their technical work on UFC is like ground and pound and, and, and you know, and grab certain holds and do this shit and where you make a guy tap out. And in boxing, their technical work is like, look at me run. I'm like, ugh, fucking defense. Bl- I just can't. As a as a viewer, as an audience member, as a uh, pay somebody who pays money to watch that, and I'm not saying I paid money to watch that. I'm <laughs> may or may not have. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Who knows? Who am I to tell you? Uh, but yeah, that's I, that's fucking just craziness, man. That's just craziness to me. I I, I don't understand how. Uh, I don't understand how anybody... And then now they're talking about, like, there's going to be a rematch. Oh, I'll do a rematch after he gets surgery. And I'm like, I don't want... Who the fuck wants to pay money for that shit again? Really? Who would really want to pay money for that shit again? Uh, it's just fucking wrong, man. Um, anyways. Um, what do we got here? Uh, trying to come up with uh, some non-movie news. <laughs> uh, you guys have no idea how hard this shit is. This shit is hard coming up with conversation with yourself i'm not do you guys talk to yourself it's a very weird thing very weird i don't know um uh where were we i'm trying you know my wife and i we got new furniture uh for the first time ever as a couple as well the first time ever for me ever i have a bedroom set for me my wife had a bedroom set like a matching like an actual bedroom set uh before her her and i uh, moved in together and got married and when we moved it together, we consolidated our, our bedroom sets. So I still had my nightstand, which didn't, which wasn't part of her bedroom set and, and so on. Um, so for the first time ever, uh, since we, her and I have been together, which, uh, we've been dating eight years now. We've been, well, we started dating eight years ago and we've been married now. It's going to be four years, uh, next month. And, uh, the first time we have actual, you know bedroom sets so it's a very so it's a fun time but with that said my where we were designing my my son's room our son's room and uh, there's shit that i want to buy that for my son's room which let's be realistic i'm really just want to buy it just to be able to hang in the room and it's all superhero shit because you guys know me i'm a fucking geek um but my wife is is like putting the stop sign like she's okay with some superhero shit but you know, for the kids' bathroom, I wanted to get a Batman or a Superman uh, shower curtain, and she was like, "No," and I was like, "Why? Why the fuck not?" It's like, it's the kids. Like, we have two bathrooms. The bathroom in our main bedroom in our master bedroom wouldn't be Superman, you know, curtain. So why would? And she said no, and I'm like, "That's fucking dumb." And the only reason I don't get it, anyways, because she goes, because I'm spending so much time not at the house. Uh, and by so much time, I mean one or two days here, you know, then I come back for three days and two days. Th- and she threatened to like, uh, throw it away, which I don't know if she would, but I'm like, yeah, I don't want to fucking go through that. Go through that shit again. I don't know. It's fucking, ugh. I wish, I just wish, <laughs> I wish I could fucking, I don't, uh, I wish that she would, I don't know why the shower curtain is such a big deal to her. She, it doesn't make a difference, you know, it doesn't, it would, it would. It would be cool, I think. It would be cool. But uh, I guess the only reason I really haven't pulled the plug is because they haven't... The ones that I've looked at aren't even that great anyways. They aren't really that impressive, so <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. Oh, man. Um, so we talked about San Juan. We talked about... Uh, oh, Mike Mercadon. Uh I'm guessing you guys already heard him. You already heard the Mike Mercadon episode because uh, he's coming to town tomorrow. 
So that should be fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed the episode because it was hilarious. I'm calling it now as if <laughs> I'm calling it now as if I could uh, actually say something uh, as I've actually know, like because it's not recorded yet. That you get it, you get what I'm saying. Um, Jesus, that's a beautiful picture. I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at my Facebook man, and it's a uh, you know when you try to come up with with uh, the stories that you want to share but don't want to share too much, it's a weird thing. Um, so, okay, so Steph and I uh, and Xander will probably have already talked about this, uh, but a couple of weeks ago, we talked about on the podcast how you can't go, you don't go from fucking a dog to then fucking a normal human being, um, right? We were talking about that story that the guy fucked his dog, his girlfriend's dog, recorded it onto her iCloud, uh, unknowingly, uh, it went to her iCloud, and we go, it's weird, um, apparently there's a woman who did the same thing, there's a woman who uh it just came out the story just came out there's a woman who had sex um uh years ago with a with a i don't know when it was but she had sex with a with a dog right uh in 2012 she was accused a 20 she's a 23 year old woman not a bad looking woman i don't think she i mean it's a mugshot so but she has a fucked up nose you can kind of tell that but she's not a bad looking woman but she 23 year old woman accused of in 2012, of having sex with a dog in Arizona, uh, was arrested Monday in Central Florida on allegations of having sex with a 15-year-old boy. And you're like, dude, okay, it's not overnight, so it's not like we're talking about she had sex with the dog on Monday and then went to the 15-year-old boy on Tuesday. Um, I know Steph hates this uh, conversation, so probably not going to talk about it with her, but there's that, you know, she's 23, the, ki- the, 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 the kid's 15, if she wasn't in a situation of power, such as a teacher or a youth group counselor or something along those lines, if it's just a 15-year-old dude, kid, fucking a 23-year-old chick, I, it's not that big. A, I don't see that as a huge problem, to be honest with you. Uh, I know Steph doesn't agree. She's fucking rolling her eyes as she's listening to this. But I don't. 15 and 23, not that far off, man. It's really not. I mean, again, unless she was in a, in a position of power. If she was a teacher, if she was some kind of, you know, if it was a pastor, some kind of position of power where you're like, you're supposed to be taking care of these kids and here you are molesting them, that's fucked up. But if it's just like, hey, I met this 15-year-old kid at the, I don't know, fucking Starbucks. I don't know. Where the fuck would you meet 15-year-old kids? Um, she's 23. Not that big a problem. The problem comes that in 2012, she fucked a dog. So <laughs> that's, which she's a woman. So she didn't fuck the dog. The dog had to fuck her, right? Like if that's, it's one of those things. Uh, and it just says having sex with a dog in Arizona, which in Arizona, come on, that's, they don't have any of the, it's all, you know, it's a dry, it's heat, it's a hot state. So then they don't have any of the, it's a, it had to be a small hairless dog. I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. It's just weird. I Maybe I'm looking at the wrong part of it, but uh, having sex with a dog, you know, three years ago, I guess now she's moved up to 50. I don't know. Maybe in, maybe in, another, three, maybe in another three or four years, she'll be having sex with guys her own age. I don't know. Hey, who knows? Who fucking knows? Um, she does. I mean, she looks like she belongs in Central Florida, if you know what that means. If you're from Central Florida, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, but she, oh, does she have a neck tattoo? I think she has a fucking neck tattoo, or that could be a necklace. The, the, the mug shot is literally from like right below the clavicles and there's something there, but it could be a necklace, but it could be a tattoo. Who fucking knows? Um, but if it's a chest tattoo, that is just crazy. Um, I don't know. That's just fucking crazy. Uh, it surprises me because I'm I'm reading this story on the uh, local channel ten uh, news down here in Miami their website and the comment like the comments people are just and it's that old thing about how people are racist on the internet but you would think on a local like an and the official you know channel ten news like you you should be racist like on like fucking Yahoo like you know you it's weird. Because people get racist. People, one guy goes, her setup. Uh, uh, he said, "Oh man," he said, "He set her up. Maybe he was a black kid and wanted Jordans." And that's from an account called the American President, which 
I'm pretty sure gonna go out on a limb here and say that's not the actual American president. I think that's just his moniker on on this uh thread here. Um I don't even know. This is crazy. People people I don't know, people get so offended at this. I, I get I, people get offended at the fifteen year old and the twenty three year old story. I'm really focusing on the dog part right now because that's the part that to me is fucking weird. You are you have sex you have had sex with a dog. Think about that mentality that somebody has had to have said, I am having sex with a dog. I'm gonna go do this. And now my question is have you done it more than once or did you just have that bad luck of getting caught by the authorities the first time you did it you know what i mean uh and i say bad luck because you know what if what if you were doing it one time you go this is not for me and then you get fucking caught that one time i'm giving the benefit of the doubt people you don't know you fucking don't know (laughs) i like the fact that somebody's listening to this and they're thinking does he really is that's his yeah no it's a fucking joke buddy it's a joke calm down take it easy um but it's just weird to me man it's just fucking weird oh it's fucking 1 30 in the morning and uh i gotta be honest with you man if i wasn't here i would if i wasn't doing this right now recording this right now i would be fucking eating how much of a fat fuck am i huh i would just there's pizza there and i'm like oh what are you this is the worst i i eat worse at home than i do on on cruise ships how is that possible cruise ships there's like a billion things to eat most of them bad well not most of them but a lot of them bad uh and and i don't eat i mean i don't get me wrong i don't eat fucking lettuce you know i don't eat salads and you know and and uh and kale uh but i do um i don't you know i go to the gym i've been going to the gym the last few uh, times i get on the ship so i feel excited about that feel happy about that but get home just fucking eat the nastiest shit man it's just not the greatest not the greatest. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to do. Uh, aside from stop eating awful shit. Here's the thing. I know what to do. <laughs> it, this is why I say that that obesity, like that being in this situation, it really is an, uh, an addiction. I'm fucking addicted. To, I am not hungry right now. I asked myself, are you hungry? And I said, no. So I'm not hungry right now. But if I pass by a slice of pizza right now, I would fucking eat it. And luckily... My wife, thankfully, she put it away. She put the, the pizza away in the fridge. And I'm not going to fucking go through the mission of taking it out and heating it up at this time of night. So, uh, that's, I don't know. That's where the problem is. Uh, that's fucking hey, man. I wonder if this is what, 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 what drug addicts go through. Where they're like, well, man, I fucking, I can just go for one more bump. Let me just go for a bump. <laughs> is that what happens? I don't know. I should talk to Xander about this. He's not really an addict, though, which I got to say, man, you know, uh, if you guys have heard the show before, you know, Xander has done pretty much every drug on the planet, including a four locals. And that's the one he has a problem with, really. Uh, by problem, I mean, that's the one he didn't like. <laughs> and uh, I got to be honest with you, he's not really an addict, at least from what I've seen. He's, he, you know, like he'd be like, no, you could do he's done everything, but apparently not not addicted to much of it to any of it so kudos and you know power to him um so maybe i shouldn't maybe asking him if this is what addicts go through would not be the right person to ask uh i don't know man it's just fucking crazy uh bunch of uh i saw a bunch of um uh, bachelorette parties on the on the cruise ship and uh it's very weird bachelorette parties on a cruise ship uh, I've been to a, I've been on a bachelor party uh, on a cruise ship. Uh, one of my best friends at bachelor party, and it was fun. Um, but it's a little weird. I think, and you know, because I was I was on a ship that did seven days. You're doing a seven day cruise, and it's gonna be a seven day bachelor or bachelorette party. I think that's a bit too much. I I I don't know if I'm being the old uh, fuddy Dudley, fuddy Duddy. How do you say that, fuddy Dudley? I don't remember. I don't even know how to say that. Um. The old guy, I don't want to be the old guy there, but it does not, I, you know, I don't think it's uh, helpful to your marriage for being on a bachelor or bachelorette party for seven days. That's a fucking long time. Like, that's a lot of, hey, so, you know, because I, I listen to a podcast that are filmed in, uh, that are recorded from England, 
and they have they call it the stag night, which is a stag a stag a bachelor party. It will be is they call it a stag night, which is literally one night. And I don't know if maybe it's a Miami thing, um, because I've been to a few bachelor parties which are like long weekends. Another one for, for another one of my best friends, we went to Vegas for four days, which Vegas, fucking four days of Vegas, way too much, man, way too. I again. Coming from the source, I don't drink. Uh, I don't have money. I was broke as shit. I was even more. I was broke then than I was now, than I have now. So there was absolutely no money to gamble. But I just think four days is too much in Vegas. It, it's too fucking much. I think uh, Vegas is one of the most overrated cities in in America. But here's the thing, I I do see how if you have money to spend, if you have money to blow, Vegas could be a lot of fucking fun. I am fully aware of that. I just don't have that kind of money. But I know that Vegas is that town where if you have a lot of money, you're going to have a fucking great time. And that's cool. Um, but there's other cities, man, that I've traveled to uh, most recently even. Like, I've been to uh, New Orleans a couple of times now. And I got to be honest with you, New Orleans is a fucking, it's a dirty fucking city, man. It's just everybody looks, you can't tell the difference between a fucking dude just hanging out. And a fucking homeless dude hanging out. You get me? And I'm, this is not a racial thing. It because it's it's with white people, even though the city is mostly black, which is not a racial thing. That's a it's a thing. It's a fact. But it's just hot. I've always been there, fucking hot and muggy. It's been there during the day. It's just fucking sweaty, and it doesn't smell good. It smells like shit. It smells like there's a city full of people who are in a city that is hot and fucking muggy. All the fucking time. And it's by a fucking uh, body of water, which is never a good thing, man. Even, you know, when you, even Miami, which is, you know, a city that's by the, the there's still a lot of Miami that's not by the, on, that's not on the water. New Orleans is on the fucking water, bro. At least, like, if you go through, um, what's that thing called? Burbank, Bur, uh, shit, man. That main, the fucking popular one, the main Bourbon Street. Uh, if you're doing that, man, that's, it's not, a, it, I don't know, fucking overrated, man. Even if, if I, like, here's the thing, Vegas, I'm not a drinker, but I could see how it's fun to drink in Vegas. I don't see how it could be fun to drink. I'm in, you would have to drink yourself fucking silly to forget the heat, to forget that you're fucking hot. That's how much you would have to drink to say this is, and again, I've been there during the day, so maybe at night it cools down, but maybe it's like one of those LA places, but I doubt it. I don't. I've never heard anybody say that. I've never, I've never heard that about about New Orleans. Uh, but there's some cool ass towns that I've been to that I would never have thought. To. Like El Paso is fucking the shit. I would love, love to go back to El Paso. Fucking El Paso is the shit. Uh, Phoenix is great. Um, there's places where I I would never have thought to to that that it would be a cool place, but it it's been fucking really cool. And then the the places where you were expecting. You know, some of them are, you know, they get their fame for a reason. You know, New York, uh, L.A., Chicago, those are my favorite cities, man. Those cities are great, but ugh, New Orleans, Vegas, fuck that. Keep that shit away from me, dude. I don't want that. Sorry. I know there's a lot of you listening. Some of you are listening, and, and that's what you, you like, but mm-mm, not, not a deal. Not, not, a, not, not a thing. Not something I would be interested in. I'm looking at my fucking Facebook feed and uh and there's <laughs> one of them there's a there's a story here. I'm gonna share this on the podcast, man. I'm gonna but it says why Americans celebrate the Mexican holiday that Mexico doesn't care about. And it's fucking great. And it just shows everything that I was talking about. A fucking dude wearing a huge ass umbrella that says view of Mexico with fucking sunglasses. It's so dumb. Like it's so this is just dumb and i know i get it's an excuse to drink i understand uh but it's just dumb uh (laughs) let me see here what's it say here um uh see here let me see here. The Mexico City, uh, the company, uh, let me see. You have to go all the way back to the 1980s. Uh, the Mexico City correspondent for China's C- CCTV. Uh, that's when San Antonio based Grambians Group started importing Coronas as part of. This is a fucking Corona ad. This says Corona so much. 
Cinco de Mayo celebrates your victory by a small band of Mexican soldiers on May 5th, 1862 against the French army led by Napoleon III. So it wasn't even the real fucking Napoleon. It was Napoleon III. Um, it was a short-lived victory. The French returned the following year and defeated the Mexicans, which may explain why the holiday is not a big deal in Mexico. Also, it was one fucking town. It's a small town. It wasn't like Mexico City. Fuck, you know what I mean? If you have Mexico, if you if you defended Mexico, if you defended the capital of your country, that's one thing. You defend a fucking town. So whatever state you're living in, if you're fucking in L.A. and you and you defend Sacramento, which a lot of people don't <laughs> recognize as the the uh, state capital of California, but if you Sacramento or or Los Angeles or San Francisco, that's cool. But if you do some fucking small ass town, like who gives a shit about that town? I'm sure those people do, right? But that's to have a whole holiday a hundred years later, fucking people celebrating it. Come on, man. Um, and it says, uh, but under Corona's influence, Mexican Americans started celebrating the holiday, and soon, uh, Corona, uh, uh holiday, and soon, uh, Corona and Cinco de Mayo became synonymous. By the late 1990s, the connection was firmly set in our minds, and it had a lot to do with the growing purchasing power of Latinos of Mexican descent in the United States, or just any fucking descent, because there's mostly Cubans in Miami, and they all fucking buy Coronas. Uh, in fact, it's because of Corona that Cinco de Mayo has become more popular in the U.S. than in Mexico. It is recognized as a holiday in Mexico, but not every, but not many people ever party in Mexico on Cinco de Mayo. Uh, a few school children do because they get they get a long holiday, but it doesn't get nearly as much attention as National Children's Day, which is celebrated April 30th, and Mother's Day, which is celebrated May 10th. So, huh, who fucking knew that Americans want to get drunk? Yeah, no fucking shit. Oh, it's hilarious. Just talking about that shit. That's hilarious. Uh... Jesus Christ, man. I'm telling you, there's sometimes, I've told my wife this, there's sometimes where you look at your Facebook and it says, <laughs> it says, uh, you, people you may know, and it's all like, it's like seven beautiful, stunning women that maybe have one friend in common with you, and then there's like one dude, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Why would you, Facebook, why are you trying to get me fucking in trouble? Um, I told my wife that, I was showing my wife, like, look at this, and like, people at, one mutual friend. I'm like, what the? F there are dudes that are out there that do comedy that I'm not friends with on Facebook that have like fucking 87 mutual friends. Facebook doesn't go, hey, maybe you should think about, you know, fucking. You guys may know each other. I don't know, man. I had a I had a friend of mine recently unfollow me on Instagram, and again, you guys know this because I've told you, um, that I have the app. I have an app that tells you when you're unfollowing somebody or when somebody unfollows you. And again, I only have that app to find out when somebody follows me uh, because I like knowing when somebody follows me so that I I can kind of gather where they're, where, you know, where they saw me, you know. Uh, and it gives you like statistics and it gives you like all this kind of shit. So I, I like doing that. But anyways, my point is, uh, so I saw one of my friends unfollow me on Instagram, and it's a friend that I've known for years, right? Personal friend. And I don't take it personal because this friend is, uh, a comedian and doesn't have any kids. And my Instagram is full of my kids' pictures. So I'm fully aware. Like, and that's not the only pictures I post, but that's like, you know, it's, it's a, I, I would say one third of the pictures I post. Uh, one out of every three pictures I post would be about my kids and they unfollow me and I, so i get it i understand i'm not actually mad um but there is a part of me that bothers me because i'm like they're fucking cute kids asshole and uh you know uh how do i say this without kind of telling people who it is it's a female comic <laughs> so you would think a female comic and again she doesn't have kids so it totally un understandable but um you would think a female comic more so than a male comic. You know, I get the the guys going, I don't want to follow Neri because all he does is post pictures of the kids, which I, I don't want to post other pictures too, but I get that. What I don't get is it's, it's just harder. I don't know. Is that is that sexist of me? Stuff, I'm sure stuff listening to this will, will acknowledge whether or not it's it's sexist of me, but I think it is. I, 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 don't, I don't think it is, but I, I just think that women would, 
be able to say, hey, um, uh, I'm willing to stick it out. And maybe she did. Maybe she was like, I've been wanting to unfollow this fucker, and finally I'm just done. Maybe I posted one too many kid pics in a row. And then she was like, fuck it, I'm done. I can't do this shit anymore. So, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Where are we at now? We are at, what is that, 40 minutes? 40-something minutes. We're at 40-something. I don't even know if that's 40, yeah. Maybe at 45 right now. Who knows? Uh, oh, look at that, 48. Um, all right, so let's do, uh, I'm going to do an old-school pick. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Um, which old school pick now? All right, so I'm gonna do an old school pick, which kind of goes against the rules of it's an extremely popular film. You know, the whole point of the old school pick is to do a movie that may not, you know, you may not have heard of or whatever. But the reason I'm doing this uh old school pick, even though it is a uh, an Oscar winner, and even though it's a great, it's a picture that I've movie that I've talked about forever. Um, it's the fifteenth uh anniversary of uh of gladiator coming out of the release of gladiator and on itunes now they have uh the 15th anniversary edition which has three hours of extra three hours of extra shit like that's fucking absurd so i bought it like a schmuck even though i've owned it on dvd and blu-ray and now i own a fucking ipad um but i dude i love that fucking movie that I really that's it's my second favorite movie of all time. First one being Braveheart. But I just fucking love Gladiator, man. I I've watched it multiple times a year. Every year since its release. Fifteen years, man. I could tell you I've probably seen that movie well over a hundred times. Easily. Over a hundred times. I fucking love that movie. Um, I'm, I'm kind of like looking forward to being able to watch other I I can't do it while I'm at home because you know I got kids and stuff, but I am really looking forward to being able to watch this shit later on, man. It's fucking great. I don't know. Um, the other one is uh, it's the twenty fifth. It's also the twenty fifth. Ironically, now the twenty fifth anniversary edition of Goodfellas just came out, and they re released it. Uh, and I bought that as well. <laughs> Even though I've owned, I think Goodfellas and Godfathers, the Godfather movies I've owned multiple. I've owned the Godfather on cassette. Uh, probably twice. Then on DVD, I know I've owned it twice. Each, each, like I'm talking about each movie twice. Uh, and then it came out on it came out on DVD. I bought them singular because first it came out singular, Godfather's one, two, and three by themselves. You know, like six months apart. And then the collection came out and I bought that. <laughs> and then on Blu-ray, I bought the collection on <laughs> Blu-ray. Uh, but I would say Goodfellas is, is up there, man. I've, I've bought Goodfellas a bunch of times. Don't regret it. Don't give a fuck. I don't care. It is a fucking amazing, uh, which I'm not, <laughs> it's like groundbreaking news, but my old school pick is going to be, uh, it's going to be Gladiator. Um, and I got to be honest with you, ever since, uh, the movie came out, the porn version, Glad He Ate Her, uh, <laughs> I can't, that's one of the best porn parody names ever. Glad he ate her. That's to me is fucking epic writing. Like whoever came up with that should have been like, "Hey, we're gonna do a spoof off of Gladiator. It's gonna be called Glad he ate her." He should have high fived himself. Uh, I mean, if he's the producer, he needs to give himself a raise because that's fucking brilliant. That's the like one of the best. That's one of the best porn parody titles. Um, and we, uh, my friends and I, have gone through this before with all the different uh list if you guys know of uh what you, what your favorite porn parody titles are let's look that up porn parody titles porn parody parody title let's see here favorite porn titles that spoof real movies okay so there's a there's a fucking list all right uh <laughs> wow uh, shaving Ryan's privates. <laughs> Forest Hump. Eh, that's a little on the nose. Pope Friction. Okay. A Clockwork Orgy. Uh, White Man Can't Hump. That just doesn't seem like a movie I want to watch. Could be honest with you. A Sexorist. Babe Watch. 
Battlestar Orgasmica. <laughs> Beverly Hills 9021 Ho. <laughs> it was so fucking reaching. They were fucking reaching so much. Beverly Hills 9021 Ho. That's just fucking funny, man. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jurassic Pork. Uh, that sounds. That sounds like a fucking. That sounds like some kind of a uh, butcher shop, man. Um, let's see here. Girls in the Hood. That just seems like a real movie. Uh, One flew over the cuckoo's breast. That's good. All right. Throbbing Hood. Okay, we're getting there. King Dong, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sperminator, okay. Poke a hot ass. <laughs> Poke a hot ass. Um, when Harry ate Sally, come on, that one just kind of writes itself. Um, let me see here. The Rod Fella, Rod Father, the Ass Ventura, Smut Detective. Some of these are just really bad. Um, it's funny, Gladiator. Gladiator is in here, or maybe it's not by uh, Schindler's Fist. Come on, that's fucked up. That's <laughs> that's what you do. The fact that you're making a porn movie spoof off of Schindler's List, it, you come on, this fucking awful. Uh, even I have some kind of fucking standards. They're not they're not high, but that's it, man. Rambone. Um, they have a bunch on this list. None of them are Gladiator, and I think Gladiator is still funnier than anything else. I mean, they have some decent ones here. Some, some of them are good. Shaving, shaving Ryan's privates. I don't know why that's a porn thing. Shaving, um, but uh, a Clockwork Orgy is pretty good. I don't know. I still say, uh, if you guys could come up with them, that'd be fantastic. Email me. Email email, email the show at uh, wubropod, W-U-B-R-O-P, as in Peter, O-D, at gmail.com. Email us. Uh, shout out to our listeners who uh, are on the rotation of emailing us, uh, uh, Rookie and Sarah and Izu. Um but yeah, email us. Let us know if you have any favorite porn, <laughs> porn parody titles. Uh, there was a couple of them in the in Forty Year Old Virgin. I can't remember them now, but th- those are pretty funny too. Um, all right, so my old school pick is Gladiator. If you haven't seen that movie, come on, what the fuck is wrong with you? Really, you, I think you're listening to the wrong podcast if you haven't seen Gladiator, man. Um, I would be interested to know what's the movie you've seen the most. Like, I want to know what movies you guys have seen the most times in completion because you know you see a movie in parts it's not really the same but you see a whole movie i think braveheart i've seen you know well, i've seen that movie a lot too but uh gladiator fuck man I, I love both those movies but shit and they're long too they're not even fucking short movies they're long fucking movies and i've seen them a lot i've seen men of steel a lot i've seen uh goodfellas i would probably venture to say i've seen goodfellas like 40 times for 50 maybe like from front to end probably 40 times um and people exaggerate when they say numbers like i've seen it a hundred like a hundred times i'm not saying you can't see a movie a hundred times i just said that about gladiator but it's been 15 years <clears throat> but i've seen that movie fucking a lot man so i i'm done i'm, I'm done i already bought it and i'm waiting for it to come in the mail because uh I'm, I'm waiting to watch it again fuck yeah um, oh no, Gladiator I bought online. I'm sorry, but that's iTunes. Uh, um, Goodfellas is the one I'm waiting to see again. <clears throat> I'm waiting for the Blu-ray to get to me. 25th anniversary. That's the way we roll, fuckers. Anyways, man, uh, you guys have been great. Uh, thank you if you have stuck around. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm I'm gonna try not to have too many of these by myself. I don't know if to call them something different so you guys know ahead of time. Um, but uh, I do want to let you know that it's not a normal thing. If again, like I said in the beginning of the episode, if you are tuning in for the first time, understand that this is not a normal episode. It's just that this month is a really crazy month for scheduling, so it's really difficult to be able to uh, 
you know gets uh get get all of us in at the same time in the same place uh in the same city <laughs> so um uh just know that so thank you very much if you stuck around thank you uh let me know what you think of it let me know if you hate it you know tell me that's fine because it's not the typical podcast the podcast is my it's xander and stephanie and me it's it's all of us coming together at the same time um i we just put out the first uh uh Bro rewind and i gotta be honest with you listening back to it um last week or a couple of weeks ago I mentioned to you, the listener, that, uh, you know, I've been learning on the fly as far as the technology, as far as editing, as far as the song quality, you know, and it's not editing like for context. Right? It's not we're not taking anything out. What I mean by editing is like, you know, in post-production, you do like noise reduction, all this bullshit. I've been learning on the fly, man. And, you know, I did a the first Woo Bro Rewind was of ep- episode 77. We're now in the 160 somethings, one, almost 170 almost. And the song quality is so much fucking better now. It's so much better. 77, by the way, was Xander and Stephanie's third episode. They came in at 74, I believe, or 75. And the song quality now is so much better. So shout out. I was complaining a lot last time. Uh, A couple weeks ago, I was complaining about Orlando Label putting that shit in my head. Because my friend Orlando Label told me that it sounded tinny. It sounded like we sounded like in a tin can. Uh, and I, even though I didn't hear it, the fact that somebody else, you know, brought it up and it's in the back of my mind, but, um, they sound a lot better now, man. The, the, the quality sounds a lot better. Not patting myself in the back or anything, but I kind of am. You know what? Fuck it. I am patting myself in the back. Uh, again, on the fly, don't know shit about shit. Don't know shit about this editing and, and, and recording software and none of that, but, uh, been learning on the way and, uh, it's been coming out good. So fuck that. Uh, anyways. Uh, thank you guys for sticking around. Uh, email us woobropod at gmail.com. Make sure you check out the sponsors. Check out the Amazon link. Go to woobropod.com. Click on the Amazon banner. Click on the 80s T's banner. Click on all that shit. If you haven't bought my album yet, my comedy uh, CD is out. Manchild, buy that shit. Um, uh, you guys have been great. If you have bought it, do me a favor, man. If you could go to iTunes and write a review, even if it's just a three word review, it sucked five stars. It was great. Five stars. Whatever the fuck, man. I'm not asking you to write a thesis on it. If you could just write a review, it'd be fantastic, man. It would be fucking, I would really appreciate that. And write a review on a podcast. You know, I haven't, we haven't, I haven't promoted this in a while, but Go to iTunes and and uh, and I say iTunes because it's usually you know or Stitcher a lot of t- a lot of you guys go to Stitcher including Xander, um, but go to Stitcher, go to iTunes and do me a favor, write a review on the podcast, write a review on my comedy album Manchild, buy the album if you haven't bought it already. Uh, Mother's Day is coming up, buy it for your mom so she could hate you. <laughs> um, but. Uh, you know, do it, man. Write a review. Do me a favor. Write a review on the podcast. Write a review on. Uh, we haven't had a review on the podcast in like a year, uh, on iTunes. At least, the, at least the ones that show up on my. I don't know. It's weird. iTunes says that there's like thirty reviews, but I can only read like ten, so I don't fucking know. And I press refresh to see if it's different ones, but it's not. Um. So, uh, and there's they they say that there's one review that says one star, but it won't show it to me. So I don't know. Uh, I don't take. You know, it's not like I'm hurt feelings. I, if it's, you know, like like Orlando Label telling me, hey, it sounds tinny, fix it. I fixed it, you know. If it's critical, if it's something that I could help, that I could do, it's if it's a critique, I, I, I could take it. Uh, if you're just going to be a cunt and be an asshole about it, I'm, you know, there's no need for that. But, um, yeah, do me a favor, write a review. Go to, go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, write a review, uh, please. And it'd be great on the podcast. Uh, Woo Bro, just search W-U-B-R-O. You're, you're already listening to it, so wherever you're listening to it from, whether it's Stitcher or your phone or Podbean, just write a review. It'd be fucking great if you did that, please. Um, and then, uh, and then the, the comedy album, Man Child, alright? Uh, make sure you check out my co-host, uh, on the, their, on their social media, at Xander Ray. Uh, for Xander, which is his Twitter and his Facebook and everything, at Xander Ray. Uh, Stephanie is at not that Steph, N O T T H A T Steph, uh, P H. Don't, don't do the fucking F thing. Uh, and not that Steph is her Twitter and check out her three little words, uh, uh, studios, 
through towards photography. Yeah, if you go to her Twitter, everything's on there. So make sure you guys check that out. Uh, she's an amazing photographer. Um, and uh, you guys, if you guys need anything as far as uh, pictures taken, she's fucking fantastic. So make sure you guys check that out. Check me out at, at Nary Signs. Um, and if you go to whatwashisname.com, which you guys would notice if you go to woobropod.com, the re- that one page is the website is uh, the podcast and then the rest is my comedy website uh so click on banners like i told you but you could also you know at nary signs and all that you know what i'm you know what i'm talking about the links are already available if you're if you're on this from an, an apple account uh you could just click on all the links they're live links uh on the on the uh podcast information um thank you and that's how winning is done